0: previously on Fistful of Destiny.
1: Kira, I was looking at the plans of everywhere we're headed and I noticed we were headed somewhere kind of familiar to me. You think we'll have time to make a stop? Kind of a personal situation for me. Uh, Where is it? Ponema. What's there that we're going to see? I took a job with a crew. I got betrayed. They dumped me on this planet, Ponema. Mm. I grew attached to a person and that betrayer, he came back and he slaughtered her. And a lot of the other village, before that happened, I, I had a night with a, I think I might have a son. I left, Kira. I couldn't really stay there. It seemed like I was just going to keep bringing trouble. We're mixed up in some pretty intense stuff, and I'm not sure I'm going to get a chance to come back later. I do need you to trust me
0: when I say that might be a bad idea. If you want to go,
2: let's go. Punch it, Kira. Clumper <laughs> <laughs> and the Grittisons are headed to Lihan, which was known as Rakata Prime, the home world of the Rakata people. Yes. uh. (laughs) So you land on Rakata Prime. It is dark because all the good races happen after sunset. It's like Burning Man out in the desert. There's a whole bunch of (laughs) ships lined up, but this is a happening place. You see a whole bunch of tents set up and all of the racers are lined up talking to people. And yeah, you got there just in time. You, you grab Dacker and you run straight for the betting booth.
3: What is this place, master? What trouble can we get into here? Well, we shouldn't be seeking trouble. But if it finds us. Is that a uh, hard, fast rule? We go to a, a gambling tent.
2: Nice. <laughs> Classic. You see what's going to happen, and you attune to their reflexes and direct them to make the right calls to win the race exactly as it needs to be. And the sounds of the party rage on into the night as the race is over. Headed to Panema, roll the dice where I can see ya. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay,
2: <laughs> you can do. <laughs> Done. Did you it. Got it,
4: boss. Kira got <laughs> one dark side point. Ooh. Cannon
1: rolled one side. Darks- oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh,
4: grit's just a follower uh, at this point. Another dark
2: side. Uh, there we go.
3: Woo. Oh, bring back the light.
2: Two light side. <laughs> so we have two wow. light side points, three dark side points. Boom! Balance of power in my favor. On the vexer bones. <laughs> <laughs> That, that ship name, man. I
1: cannot believe this nerd named his ship that
2: <laughs> they're they're pre-registered. He brought it brought it pre-owned, okay? So
1: Oh, did he <laughs> yeah. have a GM that named it for him too?
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad you're not salty enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, Erebos and Grit gamble away and win, surprisingly, on the pod races. The rest of the crew, Kira and Cannon, are on the Vexer Bones Malone ship. You are headed to various places, doing picking things up, closing out accounts, opening new accounts, a lot of small errands that uh, needed to be run. Jamek has several that he's put on the the list of things to do because he's been out of the loop for many, many years, several decades. And so he's checking on accounts, seeing oh, decades. Uh, yeah, he's been in a long time. Wow. Wow. I kind of so, pictured him as like a 20 or 30 something. No, he's like 40s, 50s. He was like 18 when he sailed the ship in. Wow. Uh, And he comes from Gungan royalty. And so as he's been going around, he's been getting a lot of like nobody really knows what (laughs) Gungan royalty is or their structure. But as he goes around, people see the dollar amount listed to the credit accounts and they're like, oh, and they treat him differently uh, than just a filthy Gungan running around. He's he's co-signing on all our
1: loans. (laughs) (laughs) It's a me, a Gunkin Prince. You wire me. Ten Bitcoin and I triple your money.
2: (laughs) So uh, as you go through these stops, you've collected quite a few bits, odds and ends and gear, cleared out some storage units. These are the things that you've been meaning to do. And now you have a break to do them. In one of the jumps that you're going, you put in Ponema, and you just put it in as just another stop to go to. But you're a little bit more apprehensive about it, uh, Canon. Just a little bit more nervous, uh, Kira too. Yeah, Canon's
1: getting like kind of anxious. Uh, he's trying to play it off kind of cool, but he is. I think he's basically sealed to the uh, to the bridge command cockpit area, <laughs> the command center yeah. bridge. You know, one of whatever. Whatever the Vexer Bones has, he's up there. Yeah. I love that uh, like, you have to just, say that now. <laughs> just just watching, just watching. I don't think he can think about
2: anything else. He's just nervous. Kira, you're somewhere in the back hanging out with Jamek talking about big plans of oh, hey, you could open a ship manufacturing system. You can just talking about these big crazy plans that maybe will happen, but just setting down ideas. Zavora is in the back also with you uh, listening. Having a cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) She very often talks about Ryloth and about how things are better. And it's a little bit of a defensive mechanism. Mm -hmm. And so she talks up her species and her world and where she comes from. But as you got to know her, you realize that's just kind of the first layer. And she's opened up quite a bit more. And it's bugging you quite a lot less. And instead of saying, oh, yeah, we do that on Ryloth, uh, it's oh, yeah, we have one of those on Ryloth, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. and talking about it. You realize she actually hasn't spent a lot of time on Ryloth uh, and she hasn't had the most straightforward life. It's been a little chaotic. Once you get past that, she's actually a pretty cool person to hang out with. And so you're all in the back kind of having fun talking over. Kira's stoked to have another lady on the ship. around For sure you yeah and she she really embraces that too she talks to you a little bit about oh Malone he's so he's so handsy he's always kind of put his hands <laughs> oh, on <God>. me oh, <laughs> she, she, uh, Kira covers her ears she doesn't that. That. <laughs> you, have, you have the, the girl talk um, and uh, <laughs> um, Jomic pretends not to hear when that happens Kira <laughs> wants nothing to do with any of that conversation but Whoa. she'll put up with it Um, that's not her thing <laughs> And then, and she's like, oh, "What is Canon like? Is he always eyeing you up and down when you're walking through the corridor?" Oh, no, no, he is not. At least I hope not. But I'm pretty sure not. And she she's teasing you, of course. But but you have that kind of banter. <laughs> Good back thing Ewoks forth. can't blush. <laughs> Your skin turns purple. <laughs> So you're having this conversation, and Canon, you walk in into the cockpit and you sit down, not in the front seat. What are you wearing right now, Canon? You've been on the flying around for a bit. You're probably not in your armor with your you know gun stuff. you're probably like in leave your work because you're just flying around like Yeah, I got like one of those cool
1: Battlestar Galactica weird X jumpsuits. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. that's just like ready to put all his real gear on, like you know, his armored poncho yeah <laughs> uh, which has since been modified to include the uh little combat plating from the jedi killer nice, yes.
2: nice I- okay,
1: <clears throat> but it's not where you'd expect it to be <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh jeez <laughs> we'll find find out later <laughs> uh you go and and you sit down, and you look over at Malone, pretty nervous still, and you notice Malone. He always carries his pistols, but he's actually dressed a little bit. He's not in kind of leisure wear. He's like in his business wear, essentially. Is business wear for a sector ranger like? Well, the he, he was a sector ranger until the ISB picked him up and threw him in prison on the Death Star. You don't really know what his association with the sector rangers are anymore, but he's been doing a lot of mercenary odd jobs and he's picked up a lot of jobs from Fist too over the years.
1: Hey, Malone, what's your deal with the Sector Rangers? Uh, I feel like I deserve to know that as like sort of your boss right now.
2: <laughs> oh, my my boss right now. Oh, sorry, is this my uh, my annual performance review?
1: It could be, yeah. Do you want it to be? Is that how you want to start the annual review?
2: I'd say uh, I would rate myself a 10 out of 10. Yeah, I think I'm a 10 out of 10. That's cool. Leadership uh, Leadership's a little iffy. I uh, haven't got... Much feedback, you know, ever since you guys uh, went dark there for a while, but uh, I've been doing okay.
1: Paying my dues. Yeah, I'd be happy to give you some feedback about avoiding the question right now.
2: Oh, good. <laughs> uh, uh, I still have some friends, but uh, I don't put the badge on as much anymore. I did keep this, though, and he flicks a switch on the dashboard and like lights start lighting up on the ship. Oh,
1: Malone. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That's awesome.
2: You know, it gets you out of, blo- uh, you know, checkpoints, things like that, and it clicks the light back off.
1: Yeah, that rules. That's awesome. So as far as, like, allegiances go, uh, you know, you've got, like, fist in one hand. Oh, that's kind of a joke. you got <laughs> fist in one hand, and you've got all your other stuff in the other hand. Now, which one is, like, rising up? Like, if there were scales, like, allegiances, where you at?
2: Well... Uh- you know, it's actually funny you bring that up, Cannon. I actually want to talk to you about that. Uh, and he reaches over and he hits a button on the dash, and the back door to the cockpit, the airlock goes <laughs> and closes. Cannon just kind of looks behind him. Okay. <laughs> and and now, like you, you know Malone, you've done a bunch of jobs together and stuff, but now you're—he sealed the cockpit door. You're unarmed, and he's he's spun the seat around. Oh, I'm never and he's, unarmed. Okay, well, you have your holdout blasters uh, on, on you or, or, or your Vibro knife probably. But he's got his two pistols, one on either side, and he's kind of looking at you. And you get, it's weird. You get the feeling like he's eyeing you up and down, like you're, you're going to draw on the street or something. Go ahead and do a cool check. Ooh. This one's going to be average with one setback because you are thinking about, you're, you're already stressed out. Rolling bones. That's a failure. With one advantage, Ooh. that's so cool. You visibly get a little nervous. Uh, you will have a setback because you've seen Malone draw, and it's pretty deadly. Whenever he draws his pistol, something around usually dies before you even realize he drew his pistol. You really don't want to be on the other end of that. But Malone's your friend, so you have a, an advantage. So you'll get a boost on the next check with him. But you'll throughout the encounter, you'll have one setback. Throughout what are we drawing on each other? Oh, we'll see so what we're doing. Oh, okay. <laughs> he hits another button, and the comms shut off to the rest of the ship from the cockpit. What are we doing here, Malone? And he says, Cannon, there's a leak in your organization. Is that right? Right before I arrived, there was an attempt on the life of one of the Crimson Dawn captains. I believe you're familiar with her. There's a rumor that the Pikes are responsible. Now,
1: these syndicates war with each other all the time. What does, what does that have to do with Fist?
2: Do you know why I was there in the bar on Miro when we first met? Believe he needed a space Uber? Something <laughs> something in that vein? You know, SEOs, we don't have a lot of time to relax. But with the amount of propaganda the empire put into it, uh, nobody could have missed the forum capital city gauntlet. Imagine my surprise when just the clone I was looking for showed up on the view screen. Now you're getting a little bit more nervous. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I almost had the last piece of the puzzle that I needed to nail you to the wall. Case on you was airtight. I was going to do this by the book. The information broker wanted some old artifact from Haven's Expanse. And the revelation came to me I was going to hire you, take me, pick up the very information that was going to take you down. Add the evidence to place you on the Imperial freighter. But I just had to know. Damn, that's
1: really smart, Malone, actually. That's that's a really good plan.
2: So, we'll change your mind. He gets a thousand-yard stare, and he kind of looks out of the cockpit window, and then he snaps back to you. My brother always had it was always the complete opposite of me. I broke every rule. He always behaved and did what he was told. I thought I was going to be a data cruncher working for Corpsec. But one joyride with the tank, <laughs> a plea deal, <laughs> and <laughs> Three years of military school later, I was a ranger. Our parents died when I was young. And uh, when I got sent away, my brother had nowhere else to go. And he got caught up in kind of a bad crowd. I wanted it to be you, Cannon. I wanted you to be the cold-blooded killer that would stab a union man in a union bar in a union town. Just because he talked to you the wrong way. I wanted to see your stupid face when I put two in your chest. But it wasn't you. And he pulls out a little data.
1: If he's pulling something out, I am also, I'm drawing like my stealth knife immediately.
2: He quick draws and he pulls uh, uh, the pistol and he aims it at you. (laughs) And then he reaches down and he pulls out a little data tape. Don't bring a vibro knife to a blaster fight. (laughs) (laughs) He puts it in, he hits a button and an image appears on the view screen. And it is of you yelling at Maxton. Then there's a blaster bolt that comes by and it hits Maxton and the door closes. It wasn't you. You didn't kill Maxton, my little brother. It was someone else. And he hits stop on it. And you didn't sell me out to the ISV. Somebody did. I can't believe you have footage from
1: that long ago. That's, uh, Malone, I don't know if this will give you comfort, but I killed your brother's murderer. I killed him and his sister both.
2: I know. Took a lot of digging. A lot of favors. But I know. And he takes his pistol and he puts it back in his holster. You still have a problem. You still have a leak. And because of this, and he points at the data tape, I trust you.
1: I'm glad to hear it. FIST is a pretty small organization. If we have a leak, you're saying it's
2: coming from one of my friends. Well, you got two friends. Used to work for the Pikes. One, no, it wasn't their idea, but you know, uh, what do they call that? Uh, that syndrome space, Stockholm syndrome, (laughs) that kind of thing. Yeah. You try to identify with your, your captors. Some people, uh, well, they just get as bad as the people that imprisoned them. I'd like to not think it was any of you, but the evidence is a little too strong. Somebody's got caught up with something. Somebody's working with the Pikes. Somebody turned me into the ISB. And he reaches over and he hits the button and the door opens and the, the comms uh, click back on. Malone, you give me... He reaches over, he clicks the button, turns the comms back
1: on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. Ugh. Thank you for bringing this to me. I'm going to figure out who this is. Can, can you give me a little
2: bit of time to figure out who this is? I got no timeline. The only thing I was thinking about doing was putting two in that chest. And he reaches his hand out, and he taps you on the plate, and he leans back. That's not going to happen. So I just wanted you to know. All right. Well, keep your ear to the ground. If you find out anything else, I need to know. And by the way, Jenna is doing good. (laughs) The only thing I heard was there was an attack on her life. I didn't hear what happened. All right. I guess that's another thing to deal with. (laughs) Seems like your friends are, uh, somebody's after them. Worst case, you and uh, your last friend, well, you know who the traitor is. <laughs> that's. I don't know if that's as comforting as, as maybe you thought it
1: sounded. That actually was pretty bad. Uh, pretty dark, huh? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't awesome. Uh, and especially since I failed that cool check, I feel like I may be like quivering in
2: my boots a little bit. You know what I do when I uh, feel a little nervous? And he hits a button on the panel. <laughs> <laughs> two, two drinks come out. <laughs> Try a Karelian Sunrise. It's my speciality. <laughs> he, he takes another one uh, and he starts walking back and you, you hear him say,
5: Hey, girls,
0: what are you up to? <laughs> hey, Malone. Wait, what are you drinking there? You got to get me one. Uh, well, I could, but uh, you know what happened when you tried to drink a full one? I, I'll sip it. I'll take it easy this time.
5: I'll take That's it That's what slow. you said the first
2: time. I'll, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> the Upholstery's new. I'm not cleaning this up off of it a second time. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes and hits the button again, grabs more drinks. Yes, please. And thank you. <laughs> uh, leaving Cannon in the cockpit to kind of think over. Yeah, Cannon
1: takes 10 strain. <laughs> <laughs> That amount of thinking comes with a cost. Out. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Your little brain overheated.
1: <laughs>
0: he said you had a little brain. You heard that, right? Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> I think after Canon recovers from his strain overload from thinking so hard. Uh,
0: And being so nervous and scared.
1: being so nervous and scared. Kenan consumes the drink, and it's much better than anything that Grit's been making in the past because all of Grit's drinks are kind of gross. And he goes to rejoin the rest of the crew. Uh, There's less
2: broken glass than normal. It's it's a refreshing surprise. (laughs)
4: Yeah. It's significantly less painful. Grit can't (laughs) even defend himself here.
1: Yeah. Kenan joins the fray, and I think just after a while once he's getting a little bit more loose, because that that first drink kind of loosens him up and he goes for another one, and he's like, oh yeah, this will solve my nerves. <laughs> you guys know, well, Zavora, you probably don't, actually. We've been hunting this guy. Gosh, we've been hunting a lot of guys lately. It all started with Arcel, <laughs> but even before that, it started with Lord Hain, and we got swallowed up by a Leviathan, and that's a whole thing. But here's what I'm thinking, for Kira especially, but Jomik and the rest of you, maybe you can help me out here. When we were swallowed up by the Leviathan, we discovered the Scorn, which was Lord Hane's old ship, but Lord Hayne wasn't there, just Arsene and a bunch of other droids. And Arsene seemed a whole lot like Arcel, even the name is pretty close, right? RS-31 and RS-1N? I think that's what they're called anyway, we just called them Arcel and Arsene, I guess I will lost track a little bit. Anyway, keep following me on this, alright? We also found a Force-sensitive clone called S-31. And I was thinking that's sort of the same as RS-31, but without the R in front of it. And I was also thinking maybe R could stand for robot or something else that starts with R. So I was wondering if you guys think maybe Lord Hayne is copying his consciousness into clones and droids to build a big evil army. Didn't Jano and Norvin say something like that? What, what do you guys think about all that?
2: Uh... Everyone takes ten wow. strain while they think about it. Yeah. <laughs> I
3: mean,
0: yeah, I'll need to think about that for a second, but it's not—it's
2: not a huge leap. I don't. Zavora I, says, "You know, back on Ryloth, there's <laughs> uh, there was somebody who wanted to live for a long time, and they copied their consciousness like a lot. So, yeah, that that could be."
1: Yeah, wow. and what was the name of that person? Sephora? It sounds like you know a lot about this tale and I'd love to hear everything about it. I don't since remember. It seems it very relevant. It was an old name and some old tale. Oh, sure, 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 sure. You don't believe me, Canon? You act I, quite dismissive? Are we going to do this now? <laughs> I look at him alone. <laughs> no, no,
2: no, we're okay. not. Are we doing this okay, now. Okay, you too. No, all, right, all right, all uh, right. And she said, "No, I'll drink. I'll drink." Yeah, I mean me too. <laughs> it helps me deal with you, Canon. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I hear that a lot. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm sure you do. You know, I mean, Canon, that's that's a crazy wild idea uh that I hadn't thought of, but I I mean I don't see why why not. H- how do we corroborate
1: this? How do we find out if this theory is true? It is possible. I mean, we've been doing jobs for Jenna Main, right? Yeah. And uh working with the Crimson Dawn, and she's she's doing great. We do gotta check in with her soon, but I was thinking you still got contacts with the Pike syndicate right you still talk with them sometimes uh me yeah no no
0: way no you don't not even a little bit no they they i was indentured to them and i got out why would i want to why why would i reach out to them
2: that's crazy Malone looks at you, Cannon, and he, he, his eyes go wide for a second, like, all right. <laughs> Very direct. <laughs> he, uh-huh. he takes, yeah, he takes a drink, and he turns his head a bit uh, when he drinks.
1: <laughs> I want to do, I don't know, perception check or something on okay. Kira.
2: So to see if Kira, Kira is telling the truth, but to discern that, it'll go against her natural ability to obfuscate the truth. Uh, which in this case would be three mm. red. Uh, hard difficulty, upgraded three times. So, Canon, you'll roll your perception against that.
1: All right. Here we go. I succeeded with two threat.
2: Ooh. You think Kira is telling the truth, but you don't like that you have looked at her for the first time to check if she's being truthful with you.
1: Yeah. I think it's opening him up to the realization... That not only has canon just learned that there is somebody in the crew that's leaking information, but that he also hasn't necessarily been summing everyone up for who they are exactly. There's just a lot to take in that he's feeling a little overwhelmed. And Kira, hold your gaze for an extra couple seconds before responding. Yeah, you're right. Of course. Of course. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to even bring it up, Kira. I just thought. I mean, I mean, it's, it's all right. I was just seeing, you know, if you maybe did still have contacts because, you know, this could, if if Jano's part of one side, maybe the Pike's part of another side. Uh, but yeah, if you don't have any contacts, that's probably for the best, really. I, yeah, I agree. You don't know anybody with contacts to them, do you? Yeah, I mean, I, I know p- people. I met people. I
0: know a lot of them. I've seen their faces. I've spent time with them. Not that I wanted to, but I did. I Grit was there too. You a, you could ask him. I'm not sure exactly what you're trying to, you know, find out, but Grit might know more than me. I just saw what what came to me. I never sought anything out or anybody, but you know, I can put a name to a face if you need me to, but I, I think Grit's gonna be better at that one.
1: Yeah. You're probably right. And Erebos, he he never worked for the
0: pikes, right? Uh I mean, I can't say for sure, but I never saw him.
1: Yeah. Canon, I can we talk privately for a second? Yeah, come on into the cockpit and I close the doors like Malone did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. Canon, I can't say I know exactly what you're getting at. But if you wanted to share with me what you're looking for, how you're feeling, you know, I you can trust me. We like I said earlier, I trust you. You you should be able to trust me and if there's something on your mind, you know, just just spit it out. Let's let's handle it together like a like a team,
1: like the team that we are. I take a knee and try to get eye level with Kira. And I'm looking directly into your eyes, like almost like I'm trying to suss something out. And just kind of hold that gaze for another second. Kira, we've called a trader. Like someone to trade with? No, not that kind of trader. It's a homonym. Yeah. Wait, do we pronounce those <laughs> words differently? I always say trader traitor. <laughs> No, we've got a
0: traitor. So, like, Tinva, Malone, one of them? Is that what you're saying?
1: I don't think so. I think it's closer. Malone was telling me there's somebody that's feeding the Pikes information and somebody just put a hit on Jana Main. Oh, there's not a lot of people that have information about Jana Main. We don't share that with everybody on the crew. Yeah. Okay, so... I'm not sure exactly
0: why you think that. I'm sure you have good reasons. Um, so now I guess it's my turn to share. You remember a while back when I was working with Ordain on uh, some of that, the Seek power that turns out I was pretty good at where I can kind of suss out what might happen in the future? That's the one where you go into the little cubby with your candles and stuff. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, yeah totally. Well, I had a vision. At one point where I saw this, I saw that we had a traitor in our ranks. I didn't think it was as bad as it sounds like it might be. And it's been weighing on my mind ever since. But uh, I know what you mean. And I appreciate that you trusted me with this because I think it might be time to solve this problem we have. Dank, Farrakh. I, I hate I hate to say this, but the science of deduction, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, I think it points us towards grit, Cannon. God, I hate to say that, but I, I think I think that might be it. I think that's who's left. When we were back at the base, I went to check out that buoy, remember? And uh, somebody was communicating through it, and I didn't quite get who it was. But when I came back into the base, Erebos was
1: busy, and so were you, and God. Well, I saw Ordain using the communicator when you were out there. Yeah. <laughs> is it yeah, That was it. Is he the trader? I don't
0: know. Ba- I don't think he can make outgoing calls. <laughs> uh, and that was me talking to him. He was helping me out. But I think we have an answer. And I hate what the answer is, but I, I think we have it.
1: All right. Well, this is going to be really cool to deal with while I do a whole thing down in Ponema. Oh, man. Speaking of that. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot going on, huh? Yeah. Sometimes I just wish we were doing simple things like betting on pod races and <laughs> hanging out at Burning Man. Sometimes I wish we just did more relaxing stuff. People like us don't really get to relax that often.
2: I suppose that's right. As the panel on the side go, <laughs> and, <laughs> and drinks come out on the tray In the
4: luxury space cruiser.
0: Yeah. Speaking of Ponema, uh, we're almost there. And I just want to say, Cannon, um, don't believe everything you hear. Just give it some time.
1: Wow. Kira, that is an extremely confusing message with everything <laughs> I understand. we've been talking about. Yeah, I get it. We've kind of got two, two things Ooh. going on at once here, Wow, uh, and I'm trying to juggle
0: them
2: in my mind, too. <laughs> been hanging out with Ordain a little much. <laughs> I know it's a little cryptic.
1: passes out from strain over <laughs> it just, He it just knocks over.
0: I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. There's a lot going on, and I don't mean to be cryptic, uh, but, you know, I'm dealing with everything that's going on in my mind, too. Um, and, yeah. I know it's a lot, but I think you'll be fine.
2: Now arriving at Ponema. Releasing controls.
1: Well looks like we're here. That's you. I got to go get my poncho on.
0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, me? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. How about you? How are you doing? I hope you're doing well. Thanks a million for being here for episode 48. That's a lot of episodes. Uh, Thanks to those of you who have been reaching out on Instagram, sharing our stories and posts. We see you. We appreciate you. I posted last week's retro skinny silhouettes ad there, and I think it's pretty cool. So go check it out. And while you're there, click on the link in our bio to see all of our stuff, like our Patreon, our merch, and our website, which, by the way, is fistfulofdestiny.com, where you can find all of that stuff. Thanks, as usual, for being here. The next episode is April 10th. Bye, y'all.
5: Hey, I'm Donut Jr., the prince in the air to the Donut World Empire. It's hard to find a planet in the galaxy that doesn't have a donut world or 60 on it. And there's a simple reason for that. Money. Generations ago, my family got rich off of donut coin, a digital currency that people don't actually use, but just invest in. I don't really get it either. But we're extremely rich and decided the best way we could give back to the people was donuts. Everyone loves donuts. We've got donuts shaped like rings and the balls and the bars and those fruit filled rancor claws. I don't really know why they're called that. They don't really look like that, right? I guess if you squint. Anyway, a lot of people ask me hey, Donut Junior, Prince and heir to the Donut World Empire. Why are your ads so bad and why do you run them so much? I'm here to address that in this advertisement. First of all, you, you little. I'm gonna find you and scoop your teeth in Mama, give her a child she'll be proud of! I'm trying my best here! You think I want to be born in the Donut World empire? You think I asked to be born? And secondly, we advertise so much to reinforce the brand, baby. It's not about making sure you know we exist. It's about making sure you know we're the most reliable and present donut chain in the game. When you're faced with the decision of Donut World, or that hip new shop with the cronuts and the mimosas, you remember you've had Donut World, and you know what to expect. You know what you like, and you know you like Donut World. Will you like that new shop? Who knows? It probably won't even be there in a month. And that's why you should take my advice and visit Donut World, now on a planet near you. Thanks for listening. I'm Donut Jr., the Prince 2 and heir of the Donut World Empire. I narrated and approved this message.
2: Grit. It is a little later in the night. You have sufficiently drank your fill of alcohol, synthahol whatever they have in the Star Wars universe. (laughs) But you're knockered up. uh, And you're walking around, checking different tents, talking to people, uh, just stumbling in random tents. And it's been really fun. You won big on the races. Just really amazing. Stellar night. Yeah. You wander off into a tent and see what they have to sell but it's actually just a private tent and they're like hey hey, get out of here get out of here (laughs) Well, sorry about that fellas how much for that and you like reach for it like "No, get out of here (laughs) and you leave you look over to your left and you see dacker jumping into another tent and you're like ah dacker wait up and you walk towards them and you go into the tent and you look look around and you don't see dacker anymore like, what? Well, no, nah, I swear I just saw this guy walk into this here yurt. And you look to the center, and there, there's furniture around, and there's what looks like a, a leisure couch and kind of in the front and the center. And you see it's dimly lit, though, so it's a little hard to see. Go mm-hmm. ahead and make a perception check with one setback. Average difficulty. Should
4: I also roll a cool check to not just go sleep in this here leisure <laughs> chair? Um. Well, if you don't see anybody... You might you might do
1: that. <laughs> okay, okay. Could I possibly ask about different kinds of couches? Uh, ones that are not leisure couches? <laughs> are there like business casual couches? Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Formal couches. It's an art, art deco couch.
3: Yeah, most starships yeah. have crash couches. Crash yeah. couches. Yeah. Torture yeah.
4: couches.
1: You know what? <laughs> Point taken. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out.
3: There's even
2: a subgenre called love seats. So,
1: you know. oh, that's what that means. Nice
2: grit failed with three advantage. You look around; you can't quite get a beat on what's going on, but you see some movement ahead of you. You kind of stumble forward because you're not sure what's happening, <laughs> and then you see the face of someone, and it looks familiar, but you're, you're having trouble reaching out and grabbing it. It's not Dacker. But you're, it's somebody that Cannon talks to a lot. And it, it comes to your mind. Oh, it's it's one of Jan Armand's guards. Uh, oh. St. Charles, the Lord of Security. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh,
4: his name is Doug. and he. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you like them apples? Doug, I remember seeing you on a holonet or two. You say that
2: and the figure is still. Hey, you sleeping over there, Doug? And I try to pat his chin. You move forward to go to reach out. So he's on the other side of the leisure couch and he's (laughs) standing and you, you, you go to put your hand out and you look down and you see he's standing over someone on the ground and you see his armor is covered in blood and he's holding a pistol. And then he looks up at you and you see violet eyes staring back at you. You hear a familiar voice. The last time you heard this was in the water reservoir over the calms, over yeah. Erebos's calm. You oh, know it I... as Hivnak's voice. And he says, I'm sorry, but this is how it must be. Striking from the shadows like this. We are creatures of action. It does not feel right, what I have done. You look down, and you see he's standing over Jan Romaine's body. Oh, and then Charles pulls the blaster to his head.
4: Well, no. Hold on. Let's not do anything rash here. We don't want to, like, kill
2: anyone else. Then he smiles, and he pulls the trigger. Oh, you
3: bastard.
2: Yikes. Wow. His body falls and slumps over Jan Armanes. And then Dacker pushes into the tent. Hey, Grit. uh, You in here? Stay back there, Dacker. And Erebos and S-31 and everybody, like, is... Hey, is that Grit? You know, I don't know who that was, but
1: <laughs> Kermit's
4: here.
2: Yeah. You picked hey, up everybody. a small crowd of
1: people just yeah. partying. Yeah. Glumper's been handing out his card to everybody he meets, like, come join my crew. Uh,
2: <laughs> Glumper pushes past Dacker and walks in. Hey Grit, what ya? and he looks down and he sees the body. <laughs> oh, that was a sound. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Glumper got priors. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) And Glumper starts looking around. You do this, Grit?
4: No. It was how you say a spirit. Oh,
2: we should go. (laughs) Oh, Glumper freaking out. (laughs) Um, uh, Erebos, you walk in, and now we will have... A skilled challenge! Yes! (laughs) So... If I win the skill challenge, or if you lose a skill challenge, I want to frame you for the murder of Jan Ormaine and the head of security.
1: I can't believe you killed Jan Ormaine.
2: Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah, that you
0: can't. You, you're not allowed.
1: I was almost got a date with her. <laughs> well, I mean, you technic- just don't want me to date you. <laughs> well, technically <laughs> <laughs> Is it something about me?
3: Somebody tell Norvin Hask to be watching herself. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. Jeez. <laughs>
1: God, I just have so many feelings right now. Can I text to Norvin?
2: (laughs) I'm just sorting through some things. You up? The Grittison five are all ready. We've got (laughs) S31, Glumper, Dacker, Erebus, and Grit. Uh, You are the members of the escape plan because you have some friends. You have S31, Glumper. And Dacker, they will give you bonuses to what you do. Uh, You can use those boosts however you want, but only once per round. And there's three total boosts to spread out. First thing that happens is you hear somebody shout, Hey, was was that a blaster shot? Yeah, go check it out. And you see two of the Crimson Dawn security force kind of moving towards the tent. Erebos, you see that because you're the last in the tent and you close the t- <laughs> close the, the tent flap uh and tell everyone. Zip it. Yep. Zip it up. <laughs> this is two failures and you will fail. Four successes and you will succeed.
3: Okay.
4: <laughs> Before any more of them people come in, Erebos, I just need to tell you that dude had violet eyes. It was not me. It was the violet eye dude overtaking these bodies. Killing them, so we got to get out of here before we end up getting got as well. Should we take the bodies with us?
3: Damn, Jenner maine I liked her style. <laughs> uh, that's a good idea, Grit. This smells like hiv Let's get the bodies. Let's get out of here. We're gonna take these two dead bodies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody's just gonna, uh, you know, cut a hole in the back of the tent with his lightsaber, and uh, Grit find something to hide those in. I find a rug. <laughs> Do a weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I just pictured
0: all five of you and the two of them. The two of them propped up between yeah. like this whole group <laughs> yeah. and you all just like kick in and like, hey, acting all like a big, drunk, fun group of friends. Yeah. On out. Oh, this guy had a little too much. So
4: <laughs> she oh, cannot man. hold her liquor. <laughs> There's this trail of blood. <laughs>
2: uh,
4: she had the fruit punch. That's throw up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> throw up. So the first thing you want to do is cut a hole in the, the tent, right? And then get out. Yep. Oh, so, so start with a lightsaber check. Make it easy. Easy. Uh, well, <laughs> you would think that You look at the side of the tent, though, and this is a Crimson Dawn captain's tent. They don't just have a thin layer of nylon blocking the tent. It's actually (laughs) interwoven with some pretty heavy stuff. So cutting through this isn't going to be as easy as you originally thought, and it might take a bit. So you ignite your saber and you try to drive it in and start cutting a hole quickly that you can escape. The difficulty is hard.
3: There were about some lightsaber checks, even more iconic duo. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, he did Woo, it. Um, nice. one success and one advantage. It was, it was a close oh, call. That was that close, uh, the, wow, the yeah. tent sighting put up a good fight. It
2: put up way more of a fight than you thought, <laughs> and you realize you you move it, you're actually cutting into a beam. Uh, that was like (laughs) holding a stands that the tent was propped up against. Ah. Uh, And you cut like halfway through it before you realized it. But you caught your air and you cut around it. This tent wasn't that reinforced. But you were thinking, what the heck? You cut through it and you sneak out the back with the two bodies in tow. You're holding them between their arms. Are you doing a uh, drunk party? Yeah. (laughs) Trying to make it look like they're not dead?
3: Yeah. I'm going to be, this is going to be the opportunity for, hey, Grit, I got you this gift, um, but I think these guys are going to need it here first. It's a cascader. <laughs> oh my <God>. It'll uh, <laughs> minutely <laughs> affect your voice and your appearance, but uh, you oh, can have it so once, once we're done here. Well, sounds good, I hear. So I don't just know just if it's going to help the bodies get, though.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, one of them is deception, right? Yeah, I, the, the, the bodies aren't doing deception checks
3: anymore. <laughs> Their days of it's deceiving are, are gone.
2: Says who? Says the big silver dollar size
3: hole in uh, St. <laughs> Charles. I, I did buy four of them, so actually I'm going to put <laughs> Canon and Kira's on the dead people because, you know, they won't. <laughs> oh, my God. Excellent. That's good. Let's Um, not forget to grab these off of them, though. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I just want to be clear. Y'all doing a weekend at Bernie's here. Is that your plan? Yeah. Yeah. Weekend at Burning Man. (laughs) Oh,
2: (laughs) nice. Very good. Very good. So this one is down to grit. (laughs) Yeah. So how do you want to present this? Well, if anyone comes
4: up to see us, it's going to be a coercion. Try to intimidate them from, you're going to get sprayed by all this vomit out of these drunk people. <laughs> nice. Check. Nice.
2: Janor's not seeing anyone right now. Uh, no, please, please, uh, please. formalize. formaline.
4: <laughs> <laughs> She'll get back to you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, it's very late in the in the evening. So let's let's hold this off
2: for the next day. Okay. Okay. Go ahead and make a coercion check. This is a daunting, and you are moving through a very busy crowd, and so there are two setbacks. It's a great idea, though. I'm going to give you two boosts, and you also have the three boosts that you can use for the rest of the people that are helping you.
4: Great. Under his breath, he's like, Ord, bear me strength. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Whoa. That's so many dice. dice. (laughs) Oh, my God. Three success and four advantages. Wow. Wow. Very
2: nice. He got beer strength. <laughs> Very nice. Or <laughs> we'll beer, beer me strength. strength. <laughs> you make your way through the area with them, and you get to the ship. Quickly move up onto the ship, and you set the bodies down. Uh, where do you put them down? Well, in a crash couch. Nice. <laughs> you lay him down on the crash couch St. Charles still like bleeding from the wound yeah wait uh, can we put him in the med bay and try to save him or are they just dead dead yeah St. Charles has a big hole in his head he's probably not coming back uh, General Maine has been dead for a bit uh, not super long but been dead for a bit fully dead or just
4: mostly dead
2: fully dead <sighs> like not just mostly dead dead, dead. like
3: resuscitatable right <laughs> like he <laughs> She's cold.
4: Ah, oh, yeah. Creep was just standing over her for that one.
3: Uh, he
2: had to wait a long time for you to get right by the tent so he could try to frame you. And so he got, oh, is he coming over here? Ah, oh, damn it! No, he's going away. <laughs> I went into a lot of tents. He like lays
1: down on the on the couch on the yeah. leisure couch. <laughs> he's
2: like, oh. oh, I think I hear something. He gets up. <laughs> so yeah, you you lay them down and you run over. You're about to get the ship up and running. And you hear something beeping, uh, both of you. And you look back and it's something on Jan Armain. Throw it out the airlock. <laughs> Not her. You look You're take the airlock
1: of the planet.
2: <laughs> it appears to be a space life alert bracelet. Oh, oh
5: wow. <laughs> <laughs> Help, I've fallen and I can't get up.
2: space life alert (laughs) and it's the deluxe model and it activates if it detects trauma to the body and it has detected trauma
4: yeah sure I assume so can we just simply take it off and put it on a droid to take far away yeah you you pull the bracelet off and canonically there's a third click and clack brother but he never
0: (laughs) does anything use him (laughs)
2: Yeah. yeah there's just a pit droid Just standing in the corner, just kind of looking as people walk by, just waiting to get told to do something. (laughs) Or we could throw it in the turret and just shoot it. (laughs) It's not a catapult. Like a torpedo. (laughs) Put it in a torpedo bag. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. If you you have missile launchers, yeah, you could just. (laughs) Oh, jeez. And then it'll just look like fireworks at Burning Man. (laughs) They're just looking at the map. All right. So Jan Armain walked here to this ship and then she went 600 miles an hour, (laughs) 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 like out in the desert. Maybe Uh, we should check the location. (laughs) So it's location tracking. So we should put it in a different ship. Yeah. You're holding it in your hand and you run down the ramp and you look up and you see there is a series of scanner droids that have the red and white space life alert around them. <laughs> and they are they're they're scouting, moving around and overhead and zeroing in on where the ship is at.
4: Yeah. Well Erebos, I don't know what God. you think, but we should get rid of this
2: thing. <laughs> yeah, let's get rid of it quick. You look over to the droid and then you look down and you see there is a group of armed crimson dawn people
3: and they're following right under where the scanner is. Well I'm gonna use a destiny point to have another ship taking off nearby that I can, uh, can uh, force push the space life alert bracelet into. But um, nice. I rolled four dark side. So I'm going to have to flip another destiny point. <laughs> yeah. Tap into it. the dark side. I am covering up a murder, so. <laughs> <laughs> that makes That's sense.
2: You look over and you see a family of Ithorians. <laughs> and they say, man, Suvian falls was so bad, but oh my God. I took you to the pod races to make up for last vacation oh when, when all the power went out. <laughs> oh, this is pretty cool, though, kids, right? <laughs> and they're like, yes, father. Yay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, oh, man. Oh, uh, no, not again. He, he, he says, all right, well, I'm going to grab your little brother. And he turns around to grab the carriage and you toss it into the carriage. <laughs>
1: Oh,
2: yikes! He, he picks it up and he walks into the ship, and the door closes, and the ship starts taking off. The Crimson Dawn moves up and starts looking around and sees you because of the amazingness of that. It's only going to be an average difficulty of a check, and they they say, "You see Jan Ormaine around here? Where's Red
3: Dress?" Kind of. Takes all the air out of the room, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I know Jenner Maine. We're like this, and I crossed my fingers and uh, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't even know she was on this planet. Make a deception check, average difficulty.
1: Oh, where are you guys at in the skill check? I forgot or the skill uh, check we
2: are two successes out of four, so this is number three, no failures.
1: sorry, I'm not playing, so I kind of stopped listening. <laughs> no, no no, problem <laughs> yeah,
2: I do that too, yeah. <laughs> That is nice. Nice. three success and seven advantage he looks down and he says oh okay whoa whoa what you're just like went really quick out of here let me activate the second beacon and he hits a button (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he hits a button on the data pad grit you're in the back uh, and then you hear her beeping again you're like oh (laughs) god and and you run over and it's it's another bracelet that says space life alert better have a backup oh (laughs) jeez Space life alert, too. I always
4: forget about the backup. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to destroy it. Nice. <laughs> nice. Hell, yeah. You set
2: it down. You set it down in the middle of the cargo bay. And the ramp's, like, right in front of you while Erebos is like, yeah, no, I haven't seen her. you sit down you grab your wrench. And you, like, pull way back. And it no. down on it.
4: Uh, we're oh, having a rant, a womp rat problem in here. No, nothing to worry about. Um, go ahead, and make, make a <laughs>
3: make a melee check. Yes. Okay. Uh. If
1: this melee check is super powerful, I want the big burning wicker
2: man to fall and collapse. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. We get a triumph. Taking it
2: down. Oh yeah. Yeah. If we get a triumph. <laughs> this is a hard cut because you're. You are hitting it, destroying it, and shutting it down all in one hit. Like, yeah. you're you're pulverizing the electronics in this thing. Yeah. Uh, so it's a hard check. And I'll give you one setback uh, because this is something that's supposed to be resilient to these things. It's made in a way that is resilience against damage. Out of his seven advantages, do I get any boosts? Because of the insane nature of how well Erebos did, you get 7 boosts on this check. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, which is insane uh, and if you fail this, I swear to god. It is a hard check with one setback and 7 boosts. And it's yeah, broken.
4: I better not fail. Guys, this is the most nervous be I've the, been for a roll in a long the time. The funniest thing. <laughs> the
2: funniest. That's thing. a lot
0: of dice.
4: Oh, okay.
0: Nice. Four of those are blank,
2: but five success, great. seven advantage. Excellent. You swing back, and right when that happens, Glumper goes,
3: oh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's the loud Gong! sound as the Life Alert 2 smashes into pieces. The person at the bottom, the guard says, oh, that's weird. It's not working. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Their commercials are so convincing. <laughs> Uh, and him and the group leave and you are not framed for the murder of Jen Armain. Nice. Yet. You quickly get into the ship <laughs> and take off, eager to get away, realizing that you do actually have the bodies <laughs> of uh, Jan um, And Doug. Uh, and, and Doug, aka St. Charles, Lord of Security.
3: Yeah. He's probably got some dope
2: gear on him, though. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> no.
4: We're not here to loot the bodies.
2: I be mean, yeah. Lord of
3: Security. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. I'm
4: trying to figure out how uh, Galmontet tapped his way into bodies here.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: mm-hmm. Maybe or can help us.
2: Uh, he is hanging out in the engine room looking for a Glade plug-in. <laughs> 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 uh. You take off from the planet and you're not sure where you're going next, but you just punch in a nearby system because you just want to get out of this system. You lock in the coordinates, unsure what this is going to mean for this